Hey, welcome back, back everybody at Homesteading for Anarchy. Hey, I wanted to talk to you guys about something super short. This is going to take like five minutes, so let's just knock it out. Um, I was listening to um, a couple of really good podcasts the other day, and it kind of just got me thinking. So I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, the big thing that I was have come to realize is that we are arguing completely wrong against gun control and against or for gun control. I mean, nobody, neither side is hitting the real issue. And here's the real issue. Okay? What's the number one killer in all of human history? Government. Right? Government is the number one killer in all of human history. There's no single disease. There's no single um, cataclysmic event or anything that has killed more people than government. Government has killed more people now than I think existed for the first half of human history, depending on how long, you th- how old you think the Earth is, because they're lying to you about that anyways. But the, the point is, is that it is less dangerous for every single human being on the planet to be armed and there be no authority than it is for every single human being on the planet to just have rocks and sticks and to have governments in effect. Because governments do not even need to pick up a single weapon to kill anyone. The Russians killed millions and millions. I think they killed like, what? I don't know. I don't even know the numbers. It's like, you know, probably five times the Holocaust numbers through starvation. Not killing. Starvation. So, the whole point that, oh, you should have the right to bear arms. No, you should have the right to not have an authority that can kill you. That's the right to life. The right to life is having just your daily life, just the chance of survival. But that's the whole thing. A government doesn't have a right to take your guns just because you are a threat to anybody. You should be a threat to people. You should be able to kill anyone who comes to your door to try and kill you. That's the thing. But government hates that. They hate that and they hate it. They want to be the only ones who have the authority to kill people. And every time you or I watch the news, it's automatically reinforced that government has the authority. Like they have the divine right of kings. And it's not biblical. And we'll break into that real quick. Real quick. Um, Christianity, right? So we've got the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament points to Christ, and the New Testament is all about Christ. So the whole Bible is about Christ. And pre-Christ, there was intervention in the world by um, spiritual beings outside of the human race, right? And so that is one thing that, like, when your history professor teaches you that if there's a God, he's super immoral... They're not telling you. They don't even know. They don't even know what was going on at that time. The Bible says that there was all kinds of like just nastiness going on of um, genetic experimentation and all kinds of crazy stuff. And you kind of have to read between the lines to get that. But I'm, I mean, they don't have the words to describe it basically. But there was a remnant of what was going on in the time of Noah going on in Canaan. And Canaan was the one place that everybody really points to as the time when God was so wicked. Because he killed 
all the men, women, and children. But if these are genetically modified people who have been, you know, combined with evil spirits and they have... Anyways, long story short, you need to go back and read that story because it's not exactly how you've been taught. But, so, let's go back to the New Testament, right? Because in the New Testament, there is no call for government. And a lot of people point to Romans and they're like, oh, you see in Romans, it says that you should be under the authority. But the Bible tells us what a righteous authority is, right? And it is a righteous authority is one who punishes the wicked and defends the innocent. Point to one of those in the entire world. There is not one. There's no such thing. And I think that's the point, right? They're trying to tell us that there is no such thing as a good government. And when Jesus came, they said, hey, when are you going to establish your kingdom here on earth? And Jesus said, I'm not of this world. And my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, I would have already taken over. He says, I could have called down legions of angels and taken over this place. He says that there is no reason for him to be fighting an earthly battle. And you know what? There's no reason for us to be fighting an earthly battle. And our, the Bible says our battle is not against principalities or powers or spiritual, or not against flesh, but it's against principalities and powers and, and rulers of spiritual darkness. And our battle is against the spiritual world, right? We're trying to save humans from being dragged into hell by the spiritual evil in this world. And if that just like totally sound like the craziest, most nuts stuff you ever heard, thank you. Thank you guys. I I don't want to pull any punches anymore. I want to be the guy that tells you straight up what he believes, even if it sounds like the most nuts stuff you ever heard. And I hope you guys can respect me for that. And if you don't, that's okay too. But I hope the truth can get through to you because you know we've been lied to about so much stuff. There's no reason for us to sit here and pretend like we need to believe 99% of what we've been told, right? So anyways, we're only at 6 minutes and 30 seconds, but I just wanted you guys to know that there is no such thing as a just authority on earth, right? The authorities that are on earth are all evil, every single one of them, and they are battling straight up against the will of God. They're going against everything that God intended for good because even, bless their heart, a a Republican governor who is pro-life and is pro-whatever gun rights or whatever your business is, they still believe in the authority of the state to come in and take a chunk of your life and to kill you if need be, to get you to do what they want you to do. And all these ones, they're 99% of them are pro-draft. They're, you know, if the nation needs you, you need to step up and serve. That's called slavery, you know. But anyways, government is always immoral. It's always unjust. And it's, the Bible shows us that over and over and over again. And God is the ultimate anarchist, right? Because he believed in, he had the ultimate power to control every single being ever made. And you know what he did? He gave us free will. Even knowing that just by giving us free will, it was guaranteed that we were going to fail. But you know what? He also gave us a way out because he knew that a fallen man could not save himself. 
right? There is no way for you to do enough good to save yourself. And I love Larkin Rose and all those guys. But an atheist can never get the full picture of this. But let's go. Anyways, the whole point of it is is that there's no just authority. There is no just authority. There's temporary authorities, but an authority is a partnership, right? It's you allowing yourself to come under someone's authority. And the minute you see them going against what is right, you should you should take away their authority. You should no longer submit to their authority. And that even, you know, the Bible talks about being um, submissive to your parents. That's out of humility. That's not out of like, oh, I'm a slave to my parents. It's out of humility. It's because you know that God gave you those parents. Those parents are a gift. They're not a oppressor. They're not a, um, you know, they love you. I mean, even, even a bad parent usually loves their kids still, right? And so that's why I think it's important that we dif- distinguish between godly authorities, which are, you know, God himself, you know, maybe your elders in your church, um, your parents, or bosses that you choose to submit to while you're working, which you should start your own business anyways. But that's those are all submission out of humility, not out of oppression. But anyways, that's a super long rant. But next time you argue gun control with somebody, try to try to invalidate authority. You know, try to tell them like, hey, why should the most violent group of people to ever exist, which is government, right? Which is just a creation of some really smart men who decided that they wanted to rule over other men. Why should they have the authority to be able to come in your house and kill you anytime they want, but you don't have the right to defend yourself? Just a question. Think about it. Um, And when you guys come up with, there's a cool, if you go on Anchor, that's my base station for this podcast. If you can go on Anchor, you can leave me voice messages in the middle of these podcasts. And I think it would be awesome because I know some of you guys think I'm the craziest person you ever heard. So I would love it if you guys would listen to my um, my podcast. But anyways, I just think that um, Christians are, are kind of in a weird spot in the anarchy page because nobody, no voice out there is preaching it from a Christian perspective first. You know, they all kind of have their... Christianity as the back, uh, you know, like the the very last chapter of their anarchy, and it's like, no, 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 the Bible preaches anarchy. God, you should, you guys should go back and read the story of Samuel when um, Israel demands a king, and a king we know is better than a democracy. A democracy is worse than a king because you can overthrow a king, you can cut a king's head off when he gets oppressive and tyrannical. But you can't cut off the head of a democracy because it's your neighbors, it's your friends, it's your family, it's like the people next door, it's the people, you know, in 50 different states. And that's why a monarchy is so much better than a democracy. But God even says, he's talking to Samuel and he says, listen, you go and you tell the people that when this dude comes in, he's going to take your wives or he's going to take your sons and throw him into his army, and he's going to get them killed, obviously. He's going to take your daughters, and he's going to make them his maids and his servants and uh, his chambermaids, and he's going to take them as his wives without, obviously, you having anything to say about it. He's going to steal your fields and your vineyards. 
and he's going to take everything you own, and he's going to make your life miserable. And Samuel's just so upset, and he said, they still want it. And God says, don't worry, Samuel, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. The God that created the universe, the God that established Israel as his chosen people, and they reject him for a king to rule over them, for a man to come in and rule over him. And God is just not happy about it. And nobody, Samuel, who's, you know, the prophet of God, who's obviously, you know, prophets are, they know more than the people around because God's shown them. He's just super upset about it. And that's why we know. Anyways, that's how we know. Part of the reason we know that governments are always evil. But, yeah, it doesn't matter who wrote the Constitution. It's still evil. Because there was no stipulation for the next generation to have to opt in or opt out, right? The first people who signed on to it, maybe. Maybe there was a voluntary submission. But the rest of us are forced into it. And... If you guys want me to go to Somalia or whatever the stupid stuff they always say is, great. Uh, Too bad I have to ask my government permission and I can't take anything I built with me. So that's not really some freedom. Anyways, talk to you later.